just as a warning to the beginning of season three, um, halfway through this episode, Jacob joined us, uh, but he is very hydrated, like very hydrated. And so um, there's going to be a lot of noise and just a lot of Jacob talking. So um, I apologize in advance. I tried to stop him. It didn't work out. Uh, He just kept on talking. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and welcome to season three of the Sixth Man podcast. And quickly, uh, this is editor Tiago speaking. I just do want to mention that this episode is a lot longer than the other ones. Uh, not a lot, maybe like 10 or 15 minutes longer. Uh, we just had so much to talk about and it is season three. So if you do enjoy this kind of podcast, I wouldn't be complaining. I'm just complaining because I like, uh, every episode to be one hour and 10 minutes. So, yep, this podcast is a little bit longer, but we'll try to fix that for next episode. This time on the Six Man Podcast. Would you say Giannis is already having a Hall of Fame career? Like, would you put them in the Hall of Fame already? One of the worst signings I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. How was ball hockey first? Oh! <laughs> it was so good! <laughs> Bro, I, I can't, uh-huh. I can't I'm coming up, I gotta pee. Move your ass! Ah! <laughs> okay, all right, Jacob, all right. Peace out, Jacob. Peace out. All right. I'll see you guys in a... Holy I'll be, I'll be there in like, uh, in like two, three hours. Yes. When I'm there. Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. Santa Claus is coming. Oh, man. <laughs> Adios. Adios. Right. Wait, Tiago? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I knew you it. You fell right again. This is my favorite intro to the podcast ever. With all of that being said, welcome back to the Sixth Man Podcast. He was very hydrated. <laughs> he had a lot of water. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is that's a great way to start season three, episode one. With whatever that was, uh, with Jacob being very hydrated... Uh, yeah, welcome back to the Six Man Podcast, Season 3, Episode 1. Uh, if you want to follow us on our social medias to make sure that we, um, you know, we're doing our, our shit correctly and not hydrated, uh, <laughs> make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sixth Man Tweets. Sixth, starting instead of the S, it's the number six. And with Instagram, it's Sixth Man IG. Same thing with the Twitter. Uh, with the S turning into the six, just like the podcast name. With all this, let's just start off. Bucks <sighs> have won the. I was gonna say yep. Stanley Cup. They have won the, the Stanley Bucks, Cup. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks have won just the whole playoffs. What what's the word I'm looking for? The Larry O'Brien Trophy. Uh, they beat the Suns in six games, which Julian, you did predict. I did predict. Which I was going to th- mention, thank you. <laughs> and <laughs> just before I even get into it, what even like the score was, anything like that, just how do, how do you feel about the Milwaukee season as a, as a whole, how Milwaukee played? Just how, what's your thoughts right now? Well, you know what? I do owe them an apology. I did say. 
I did say that. I did say that. I did say that. That I did say that earlier in the season. But I, I, I said they were. I said they were gonna lose to Miami in round one, and they they didn't. You know, they swept them. So that that I owe them an apology for that. But you know, they had they didn't have like you know the best season. Because they obviously they were first seed in 2019. I think they were first seed last year too. Yes, they were. But they they weren't a first seed this year. They were a third seed. They, you know, there's a lot of questionable games that they had. You know, they lost their two regular season games to the Suns. So, you know, I was fully expecting them to lose. Then I saw three and games three and four, and I'm like, okay, you know, they're probably gonna win the next two. And you said no, and I said yeah. And then they ended up winning. But as a whole, they played fantastic during these playoffs. You know, questionable games, but they still pulled it through. I'm proud of them. Yeah, I saw Giannis crying. You know, it made me sad. It made me a little bit emotional. You know, <laughs> you know, just seeing him at 20. He's 26, and the amount of trophies he's he's gotten, the amount of awards is ridiculous for yeah, a 26 year old. Just in the past three years, I have written down Giannis in three years, in 2019, 2020, He's gone first place in his conference two times. Once. Two times, yeah. And then also first place in his division, which was the, the our side with Toronto and all that, mm-hmm. twice as well. In three years, he has two MVPs, a defensive player of the year. He's an NBA champion and has a finals MVP. And he also leads uh, for Milwaukee triple doubles. He has the 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 record for that. Which is yeah, I may as well throw that out there. Uh, Giannis, he's accomplished a lot. He, he's know, done he's, a lot, not only for his age, but just in the past three years, he's done a lot. And he was, I think, he's the first ever player to win Most Improved Defensive Player MVP and Finals MVP. I think maybe. <clears throat> It was it was four four awards and he was the first ever player in NBA history to do so. Because mm, so, he didn't get he did he did not get rookie of the year. I know that. So it probably was that, yeah, which is yeah. very impressive. So he he's he's got all star MVPs, he's got regular season MVPs, he got a finals MVP, he got all NBAs, all defensives, he's got the five time all star as well. Five he's a five time all star. He's would you say Giannis is already having a Hall of Fame career? Like, would you put them in the Hall of Fame already if he retired? Uh, I would say that his percentage is high, for sure. Uh, would I say guaranteed? No, because there's still players who are not in that should be in. Like Kevin Garnett wasn't in until last until this year, you know. And Kevin Garnett's mm-hmm. top four in some people's minds, top three power forward of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for to say Giannis is guaranteed, yeah, maybe in the future. But right <laughs> now, as we speak, this guy's still 26. He still has so many more – or 27, whatever age you said he was. Yeah, he's he has, 26. He has yeah. so many more years to make sure that Hall of Fame uh, possibility is 100%. Like how LeBron's is right now or or someone like a um, – Kevin like Durant. A, like a Kevin Durant. Yeah, exactly. A Curry, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think he's at like a ninety percent right now, eighty percent. Yeah, around. He's there. having like a fantastic career so far, and you know, 
it's 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 I'm very happy for him. But moving on to a different career, Chris Paul. Mm. He didn't win his ring. How do you feel? I don't I don't know how to feel. <laughs> Cuz uh I have my my fair share of what I like to call recency bias. Uh, which is just you are biased to things that are happening now, you know? So mm-hmm. Chris Paul going to the thing is like, oh, he's a top something point guard, whatever, you know, stuff like that. Oh, this is guaranteed him in the Hall of Fame. Like a bunch of recency bias because of how the press is and all that. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Chris Paul right now because he's still, he's kind of as we speak, he's a free agent. You know, he has a player option with like uh, an insane amount of money, which you will probably take. Um, mm-hmm. But he is a free agent as we speak, you know. So, like, I don't know if he if, if he does come back to the Suns. Do you think they can run it back? Because you know they had to. They they went through a unhealthy <clears throat> Lakers team. They went through a uh, Jamal Murrayless Denver team, and they went through a, pretty much like a Kawhi-less um, Clippers team. Clippers team. And then they went into this Bucks series where there wasn't really any huge, huge injury other than Dante DiVincenzo. And they won the first yeah. two games. And then, so do you think yeah. that the Suns, maybe if they get CP3 back, they can run it back at all? So there's some, new, I'm going to mention this later in the podcast, but there's some news with the Lakers that I found out. And if, it, if this ends up happening, I think the Suns' chances of even making it to the conference finals will be very low. Mm-hmm. But let's say, you know, same teams, everybody has the same team, and everybody was healthy. I honestly don't think they can run it back and go to the finals because Kawhi List plus LeBron had you know his fair share of injuries, Anthony Davis had his fair share of injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know, they had it really, really easy. So, I honestly don't think they could run it back. They would. They're not gonna. They're gonna have to change some things, obviously. Because could you, you know, could you say the same thing for Milwaukee though? Not really, because Milwaukee didn't. You know, they didn't, look, look at their playoff run compared to the Suns, who really that they played had a major injury. Like they had a pretty healthy Nets team, right? Actually, no. I Kyrie would. I would. I would. I would say that. Their game, their fight against the Heat was healthy, and their fight yeah. against Atlanta was partially healthy, just because when Trey Young was injured, Giannis was injured. Yeah. So, but the Nets, Harden was in and out uh, of the lineup. KD was fully healthy. KD was fully healthy. Kyrie was out. So it's a little like you know, it's kind of like Kyrie twenty was it twenty seventeen or twenty fifteen when Golden yeah. State won, when him and Kevin Love was out. Yeah, it was like uh, oh, they won their ring because they're injured type of situation. So, I don't know. I think Milwaukee deserved it. I think mm-hmm. they pulled out because like the Suns never really had a major injury other than Chris Paul, but it wasn't really an injury, right? Yeah, and this is also one season in a very long time where Chris Paul was not injured for a specific like a, a significant amount of time. Yeah, so I I don't really know. I think Milwaukee definitely deserved it because. When Giannis was injured, then the rest of the team pulled through. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's it's you know it could go both ways. You could say you know one team deserved it more, but regardless, I think Milwaukee 
you know, they 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 should have won. I think everybody expected it after game four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I w- I want to I want to speak specifically on game six because uh, the score was one hundred five to ninety eight, which is like okay, it's a nice you know. Uh, Giannis had fifty of the points out of one hundred and five. He had fifty of them. All right, sixty four percent from the field. All right, from a man who's who shot I think only or one three or zero. No, I think he only made one three or zero threes in that game to get fifty. Mm-hmm. All right. 17 from 19 from the free throw line. Yeah, I knew you were going to This man went from Shaq to Curry in a second. Like, it, and in, in Milwaukee, you could literally hear a pin drop. It was so quiet. Every single second, this guy had the ball at the free throw line. And it proved to work out. 17 from 19, you round up. That's 90. That's above 90. That's not 90%. Like, yeah, that's insane from from Giannis, who we know has had struggles from the free throw line. And Drew Holiday and Middleton didn't even have great games. You know, they had okay games. Drew had a good amount of steals. Middleton had his what he would normally do in a game, but they had okay games. You know, I mean, like they both together. And Bobby Portis had such an amazing game. I love Bobby so much. I I think if they played in Phoenix, I think it would there would have been a different result. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think maybe if Milwaukee had the higher seeding, and that and it would have been Milwaukee in the first two games, I think it would have been a very different series for sure. Because mm-hmm. if Milwaukee had the first two games, those pin drops, maybe Milwaukee would have won it sooner. Yeah, or even or even like. I don't know, bro. It's always it's a big what if conspiracy. Yeah, big shadow. <laughs> so many notifications. Big what <laughs> if conspiracy theory. Yeah, for sure. But shout out to Bucks winning the whole thing. Milton, Drew Holiday. Uh, I don't know who else. Fucking Jeff Teague. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis. You know, everyone, even all the role players. Anyone, congratulations on you guys winning it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bradley Beal. I want to talk about him very quickly. Okay. Um, so Zach Levine in the uh, has mentioned, I forget what the word is called, and I, I tried to switch it up and I couldn't figure it out, so I'm just going to say it like this. Zach Levine did admit that there's guys in the locker room who are telling each other to join each other's team. I forget what that's oh. called. Uh, t- tampering? Tampering. Ex- that's exactly the word. Thank you so much. Zach Levine admit that there was tampering in the USA locker rooms. Specific, he didn't say who specifically, but all of a sudden, all these rumors of Bradley Beal wanting to request a trade, and now all of a sudden he's very close with Jason Tatum, and there's reports that he wants to go to Boston to play with them. There's also reports that he wants to play with Bam in Miami, who was also in the locker room. You know, it's it's very suspicious to know that Bradley Beal went from like, oh, I'm loyal to Washington, and then the next day, there's a bunch of rumors of him possibly going to Boston or Miami to sort of make type of a big three. Mm-hmm. I the the weirdest thing about this is that 
a lot of sources are saying that he wants to make a decision before the draft, which is July 29th, which is in five days, starting from today. Or four days for you guys who listen on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Damn. Do you think Bradley Beal is going to leave Washington this year? Um, I think so. Because I think Westbrook's also leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Is, that, is, he, is he a free agent? Or is he... Westbrook? Yeah. No, Westbrook has like three or two more years on his deal. Yeah, I believe he's going to get traded too. I don't I think know where. I know. So, see, Washington, if they do decide, if Beal does want to leave, or if Westbrook goes to the team that I will mention soon, um, they have to rebuild. And oh, so, obviously. getting those trade pieces from those two very vital players, I mean, let's just let's just go on to the Lakers because Lakers are are. They have a bunch I, of news. It's it's so crazy because the Lakers are trying to make a super team right here. They're trying to get that third or fourth, potentially, superstar so they can make it to the finals again and all that. I'm sure with AD and LeBron by themselves, they can do it again, but they want to have that third person, like how the Nets have three. Not only is Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan rumored yeah, to gonna go say. to the Lakers, which I will I will cry of happiness just seeing them together. I don't know if it's in the I don't care if it's the Raptors, just seeing them together will make me cry. But if them two were to go to LA, that'd be a big four, first of all. Huge four. And then there's also Chris Paul rumors going to the Lakers. Okay. There's also Russell Westbrook. Going to the Lakers and specifically Westbrook for Schroeder, Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, Kuzma, and the first round pick, which is the 22nd pick this year. Which, if you're Washington, not only does not that is that not like a good deal because all three of them are free agents, so they'd have to be sign and trade type of situations. Um, but you're how do I how do I explain this? If you're doing that and Bradley Beal is not leaving, that's a horrible for, for Beal and for the organization. For the Lakers, that's also very bad, not only because Westbrook is a very primary ball handler and he has to get his triple-doubles and all of that, but if if it doesn't work out, if Westbrook ruins it somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't LeBron... Isn't this LeBron's last year on his deal, right? Like, if... Westbrook doesn't work out. You have AD for another three years, at least. And then Westbrook for another two years, who Westbrook has a very, very bad contract as well. So, I don't know if you're if you're the Lakers, you're willing to take that risk to get um, Westbrook. Well, I think LeBron's made it very clear that he wants to stay and he wants <laughs> to retire in L.A., when it comes to Westbrook, I think it's a very it's a terrible trade because like you said of how bad his contract is. And not mm-hmm. only that, is I think Chris Paul's a way better player. So I say that he would be way more impactful. I don't know. I it's I such think a weird Westbrook, situation, man. Westbrook going to the Lakers, I think he would want to steal the show. Mm-hmm. So he would you know, want the ball most of the time. I don't think he would 
you know, still do his passing, but, you know, not as much. I mean, but at the same time, he did have – he was, and he acknowledged that he was the second-best player in OKC when Durant was there. And they didn't do bad. It was just the management of the trades that, that kind of ruined them, you know? I don't know. For me, it's also the Kyle Lowry and DeMar thing. That, yeah, that – Because if you sign those two, that's your point guard and your shooting guard. That's your backcourt. You got a point guard, shooting guard, your small forward, your power forward, and then you already have, like, Marc Gasol. You already have uh, Drummond, who's, who who is not signed, but I feel like I think he's willing to sign a small contract to stay. Even if that's not the case, there's plenty of big men who, let's be honest, you don't really need. You have a lot of big guys on your team. You know, you have DeMar as your shooting guard. LeBron is your small forward. AD, who's the size of a center, is that your power forward. And you're already a tall team with everyone you have. You know, like, what's stopping you from just re-signing, like, bringing back, I don't know, JaVale McGee. Let him be your starter. He's not, he doesn't, he, he knows he'll get a guaranteed ring if he has those four other players on the, on the court with him. Yeah, that's if they have money. I mean, yeah, it always it all depends on what they all want. But at the same time, if if both uh, are free agents, what's stopping them from just getting a center in the in the draft who may not be amazing, but he's a goddamn center, so you can just stick him in and let him sit at the dunker spot. I don't know because I I think Kyle Lowry and Demar said they would take uh, pay dumps or pay cuts for uh for LA. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I. Read the post correctly, but I'm pretty sure that's what it read. They would take pay cuts for each other. Yes. Oh, so so cute. So I mean, there's also Sergi Baca is technically a free agent as well. He's he's he has a player option, so I don't know if he'll take it, but he is a free agent right now. So I mean, there's also let me, I'm just searching it up. Let's see. There's. Like I said, JaVale McGee, you've got Zach Collins, who right now is a restricted free agent, but he's going to want a lot of money. Um, Nerlens Noel is not a horrible center to have. Robin Lopez is okay for a starting center role. You know, like, these are not horrible. Frank Kaminsky sucked this year, so I wouldn't really want him. You know, like, there's not bad centers. If you really want the fans to be happy, just get Boban. You know, like, just get Boban, you know? They'll be extremely excited with that. You know, like, I don't, I don't really know what to say. If if you want to win and you're able to get both Lowry and De- DeMar, then fucking do it. Yeah, that's... Well, you have to take it in that if they do get them both, that's a very old starting lineup. Yeah. That's very old. But they they gave up their youth to make sure that they had Anthony Davis and first-round picks and Brandon Ingram and Lonzo, you know. I don't really think that Frank Vogel and all the guys are really caring about, oh, all right, all these guys are older. Maybe we should keep some of the youth. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, they tried to grow up from that youth after uh, Kobe, right? After Kobe, they tried to have that youth. D'Angelo Russell, they had, like I said, Lonzo. They Which had, they're gonna have to do the same thing, Brandon Ingram, in like four years. But they do have Anthony Davis, who's not that old. 
That's you know if I he mean? wants to stay after LeBron, because I'm pretty sure LeBron is his main reason. Yeah. Well, so. listen, I, I if 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 you are willing to take the risk that you you might not have any good seasons, would you would you risk having ten seasons of mediocrity or shit to have at least two seasons of we're almost gonna pretty much guarantee get this ring? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. Like, I, 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 right now, I promise you that none of the NBA, none of the Lakers fans care that they gave away all those picks and all those players, maybe Brandon Ingram, but all those picks and players for Anthony Davis. Because what happened? They won. You know what I mean? They won the chip. They won what they've been wanting for so long. So if they were to get Kyle DeMar, trade away Taylor Horn Tucker, Schroeder, Kuzma, you know, and keep like young players that you know Caruso's like a center who's probably like old or whatever. You know, Wesley Matthews, stuff like people like that. Obviously, it's not a strong bench, but if you were to win with that, I would I would be content as a fan. Yeah, for sure. All I mean, we 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 gave away Demar Derozan and Jakob Poto for for Kawhi, and we haven't looked back since. Obviously, we missed Demar. But we want a ring because of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so in, in season three, uh, there's not going to be a lot of Julian's weekend picks or Jacob's weekend picks. I think you can understand why. <laughs> uh, but I mean, right now, there is the Olympics with basketball, and so I might as True. well just I might as well just throw these at you. Julian's weekend picks Olympics edition. <laughs> Olympics? Right now, as we speak, uh Czech Republic are playing Iran. Iran. Not Iran. 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 I don't know what the time is, but the score is 72 to 63 to the Czech. I'll just go check. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna check, like check, like C H E C K. You Anyways. meant Czech Republic's up, right? Yeah, Czech Republic's Czech Republic is leading. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go with Czech Republic. All right. Tomorrow, we have Germany versus Italia. Wow, you know, it's a pretty easy pick for me. Even though Italy's <laughs> basketball team, is, I think, is pretty shit. But so is Germany, to be honest. Yeah. The only good team is the U.S., Spain, and France, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, what's your prediction for Germany, Italy? Just so uh, Italy. Yeah. Uh, in that group tomorrow, we also have Australia versus Nigeria. Australia. Australia is the number one power-ranked team. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you true. literally have a guy with Kevin Durant on the other team. You're like, yeah, no, Australia. Yeah. And then uh, in the same group with Iran and Czech Republic uh, tomorrow, we're, is playing France and United States. Uh, I think the U.S. are going to win. Yeah. I mean, it would be pretty embarrassing if the Frosage decided to. Um, yeah, they're just going to eat them. snails on the court. Oh, wee wee. <laughs> what the? Pause, what the bro. Pause. <laughs> Jeez. I guess with all this being said, we'll just go into the baseball section of the podcast too. This season, we'll not maybe not in the next couple of episodes, but. There will be moments where we talk a lot about the Jays, about MLB trades, because next episode, uh, I'm pretty sure, is going to be the day before the uh, deadline. 
So you know, there's yeah. gonna be a lot of stuff. Um, Usually, the the like maybe three four days before the trade deadline, that's when it starts, you know, getting a little bit interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's a couple of names that you know they're out there. It's very interesting. I don't know. You you won't know any of them, but like Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Max Scherzer. Those I are know three. Max Scherzer. Come on. Yeah, he might get traded. <laughs> that those are you know what Max Scherzer. I, I what was the first guy you said? Uh, I think I see Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Max. You said Chris Bryant. I recognize Chris Bryant's Cubs third baseman. Cubs. Th- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Those are yeah. If I know them, you know this, they must meet be someone. You know, <laughs> if I Do you know, know them, um Anthony Rizzo, he's the first baseman uh, for the Cubs. I feel like I I feel that name feels familiar, but like not off the top of my head. Right he's now. very he was very very good. Okay. Like the, not not this season, but like seasons before. Fair enough. Fair enough. I should. I should. Yeah. I should, yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of pitchers. There's a bunch of pitchers as well. That are well. We will definitely get into that. I'll I'll do my research for that episode. No worries. Uh, but I guess we'll just talk about the Jays right now. Which, if you would like to remind me of what the score was. Well, you know, remember when I said, "Geez, these notifications." Yeah, yeah, it, that was, I think, seven three, then ten three, so oh, oh it's Jesus. ten three right now, and I ten to three. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming in the ninth or eighth, possibly the ninth. Bo- uh, bottom ninth, two outs, one on base on first. All right, so we're. I'm just gonna say that's Jays one. Yeah, that should be a Jays win, and we're versing yeah. New York tomorrow as again. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. Our pitcher does well, which I think it's I don't Ross even know Stirling. who it is. Yeah. Is it Ross Stripling? Yes, it is Ross Stripling. Nice. Well, the Jays were on a three-game losing streak uh, entering this game, and they've won. And when last time, you know, their streak was a, a four-game winning streak, then a three-game losing streak. We never win one, lose one. It's always a couple games we win, and then a couple games we lose, and then it just switches between. I, I don't think I've seen – or at least when I've checked, Jays like win one game, lose this one, and then win the next one, or like lose one, win this one, and lose the next one. It's always a, just a matter of streaks. No, the Jays are very on and off. I yeah. mean, today they played pretty well. They got like four, runs. four, four home runs. I think maybe five. They Which, got like a. That's a good amount. Yeah, they 100%. their pitching was pretty good today. Uh, George Springer got a nice catch and hit a home run today. I think he went like three for four, two for four, or some shit. Well, there you go. So uh, Guriel was, I I don't think he played very well. Guerrero didn't play very well. <laughs> well, I mean, we still won, so they'll they'll figure the, their their shit out because it's no because the thing with baseball is like players are not like they're consistent, but like unlike you know basketball and hockey there's it's double the games pretty much mm-hmm. you have to play double the games pretty much i think the same amount of time i think how long is baseball baseball's from april to october so what is that april may june july we <laughs> will just start counting no wait april may june july okay. august september october that's like seven months yeah. And hockey hockey and base and basketball are like the same right they're like six seven around months. there yeah exactly yeah, so you have to play double the games in the same amount of months. 
So your baseball players are not always going to be consistent. And you know it's 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 tough. It's a tough sport. I mean, I just want to. I do want to mention Mookie Betts because I uh, talking about consistency and stuff. I have him in my fantasy draft team, and I I do I do look at his stats a lot. And you know, at the beginning, considering he was my second round pick, I was very upset. I mean, my yeah, second he was overall off. pick, he was doing very poorly. Uh, and then all of a sudden, all star break hits after that. He's been doing really good, like crushing, and that's usually how he is. I I looked back after the All Star break, he usually just starts going for it, like absolutely crushing, better than what he did in the first half. Especially for a guy who's getting like thirty, forty mil per year for the next ten years. So you know you expect the first half to be good as well, not going oh you all for five or one for five, which is what he was doing all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts. <laughs> Mookie, 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 Mookie Betts, Betts, Betts. Uh, Speaking of yeah. the Dodgers, San Francisco and the Dodgers have a little bit of a rival going on. A, a tiny little one, though. Yeah, it's, not it's too like, big, it's, you know. It's, 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 it's kind of starting. Yeah, you know, that 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 whole... I don't, I, I don't know what division... Shebang. They, I don't know what their division they're in, <laughs> but they have, like, the top three teams... Are the Padres, the San Francisco Giants, and the Dodgers? And that's a scary division right there. That's that's a crazy. Have fun, have fun, have fun guys say. in that division. I mean, ours is not too. Ours is ours is our first four teams, bro. Yeah, like besides Baltimore. <laughs> besides Baltimore, we, we are, everybody has pretty much fifty either. plus I mean, wins. Either. I think the Jays are. Gonna be one off. They have forty nine, uh, including the yeah forty nine because they just won their game. <laughs> yeah, we would have forty nine Yankees, Tampa, and the Red Sox. Yankees you know. have fifty one. Tampa and Boston both have sixty. Yeah, everyone except for Baltimore have a, a plus fifty record. Percentage five hundred, not fifty. <laughs> Sorry, five hundred, five hundred. Jeez, plus fifty. The entire MLB has a plus fifty record. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, plus five hundred record. So I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And no. just to answer your question, uh, the West division was the Giants, Dodgers, Padres, Rockies, and the Diamondbacks. Yeah, Diamondbacks are ass this year. I would even say I'm looking at the East. The East is Ugh. not even that bad either. Excuse you. The Thank East, you. like uh, besides maybe Seattle. But they're not even doing too horribly this year. They've got the Mets, the Phillies, the Braves, and the Nationals. Huh? On tape. You said said Seattle? Then you started talking about National League teams. No, no. no, 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 no. I'm talking about the East. National League East. The East, yes. That's what I'm talking about. I meant Yeah, you mentioned Seattle. You dingus. My my apologies. (laughs) I You're making a baseball angry. fan mad. Ah, angry. Uh, I meant Miami, the Miami Marlins. What, what, I said, what was the team I said? Seattle. Ah, oh, that's not good. You're thinking. You're thinking <laughs> about the expansion draft. That's that's that. That's in two not hours. Good. <laughs> that's in two hours. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, 
The Mar- besides <laughs> the be Marlins, fun. besides the Marlins, which they're not even doing too too bad compared to like the Diamondbacks and the Pirates, and you got the Nationals, the Braves, the Phillies, and the Mets, which are, you know, also pretty difficult. There's some difficult divisions here, for sure. Mm-hmm. Agreed. With all of that being said. We shall move on to the timeout, which I'll have to figure out what it is, but the timeout. The that sounds, yeah, that sounds like a plan, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Do okay. you hear a sweet child of mine? Slightly. Wait, wait, can I just do the intro? How was ball hockey first? Oh! It was so good. I was so... Okay, wait. Two things. One, we fucking got destroyed. Because, I don't know, like... I'm crying! I don't want to say it because we're on the podcast. I'll kind of say it to you guys after. But yeah, we, we we were we were bad because of um something specifically. Yeah, like, yeah, I wonder what. No way. But like, and also, I'll tell you another thing. Big thing, big thing happened. I will also say on the podcast because we were recording. Okay. But two big things happened. Okay. Remind me. But we got fucking smacked. One of those reasons because of somebody, and another reason <laughs> because, because of some because en- of, uh, entities. It's because things. of um, things. Another thing happened that was big. Was it involving? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna use my data though, so we can record. Okay, you can put this All data right. dick in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob. Yeah, but Julian and Tiago, remind me. Remind me. There's two major things that I have to talk about. In that okay. game. Okay. Oh, do you know what we can do game. for the six man podcast? Jacob's Lord. game time. Jacob's game time. <laughs> how was the game? So uh That's all we say, just how was the game? He just goes off. <laughs> Jacob's game time. Hold up, you sent me a snap. Let me look at it. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. I, I, I'm saving that. I'm going to replay it after. Oh, Jacob. Oh. <laughs> what the? Oh, who is it? Hello. Jake, hello. Jake's about to get jumped. Hello. Hello. Did I say that I do a podcast? Oh. But I do, yeah. I'm doing a little bit. This is content, bro. This is amazing content. Julian, have you ever been McDonald's at my house with people over? Sometimes. Okay, so probably yeah, not. yeah, him. I think his name was Julian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he knows who I am. Who's uh, that? Uh huh. Daniel. Daniel. Daniel is dicking the ass. Okay, Jacob. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna let you guys have fun. I'll be can back. You, can you please come back in like two, two, three hours? I probably will, cause that's when like the party dies. And I'm mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know? 
think of. I don't even. Wait a minute. I just had the best idea. What? Jacob's Jacob's next to my house. Technically, yes. You know what that means. I did not know what that means. You want to do the podcast together? One. What, you're both going to do it outside? Sure. We could do it outside. Speaking of being outside, welcome back. Can you, can you to come to my place? Your Six Men Podcast with your host, Tiago Botello, and your co host, Julian Bald Asser. No, no, pause, pause, pause. And I'm your being, other co host, and your other co and your other co host, Jacob Lazlo. And yeah, Tiago, take it away. Okay, go on. Wait. wait, do you actually want to do it together, Jacob? Yeah, I'll be there in like 10 minutes. Let's, like, let's just do it now, and when I get there, I'll end it, and then we'll be doing it as a TM. Okay. So you're going back to your place first? No, no, I'll walk to your place now. Okay, so you're going to be here in five minutes, not ten. Probably, yeah. Anyways, so. Okay, well, I better get ready. <laughs> All right, Tiago, take it away. Uh, all right, well, welcome to the second half of the podcast. You already know, season three, episode one, we're going to do some hockey. Uh, and a lot happened. <laughs> like, a lot happened in just the little amount of days that um, passed by. Also, if you hear noise... Fucking <laughs> man is outside. If you hear noise, uh, Jacob and Julian are about to do the podcast together outside. At 2 in the morning, just so you guys know. 2.06 a.m. exactly. Yeah, so this is going to be one hell of a podcast episode. (laughs) And I have to edit it all in the morning. (laughs) How how fun. Let us start off with the weekly trade talk. Talk about the signings, the trades that happened, how uh, Jacob thinks about how each team is going to profit from it, whatever he thinks. We'll start off with some some of the 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 trades that obviously happened that I think is interesting. Yeah, right. So what's the first trade? All right. First trade. Go so on. the first trade I have here is that the Blue Jackets decided to swap right wingers with the Flyers. Cam Atkinson is going to the Flyers for Jacob Voracek or Voracek or however you, how you say it. Uh, Jacob... Who do you think is benefiting from this trade? Who do you think maybe losing? What do you think? I think on both ends, it's risky, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just because even though Jacob Warcheck, he's good, and he's 100% good. We know he's good. He's a first-line winger, but he's like 33. Yeah. Cam Atkinson, he's young. He's okay, but he has the potential to be so much better. So, I don't really... It's kind of like... Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like it's, it's a risky trade, either or. Yeah, like, because Jacob is older. Getting, you know, yeah. You know, you're trading a young guy for an old guy and hoping that the young guy does fill up to his potential. And to me, it doesn't really make sense because even though Columbus is a good young core team, I don't know if they're trying to go all in because to me, it doesn't make sense why they would try to get Jacob Borchek, even though he's a really great pro- player. Don't get me wrong. Like I love Jacob Borchek, I just don't understand. Like to me, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense considering that this this next trade, which is a big one, 
inc- including the Blue Jackets, they traded an old guy for a younger guy. And then in this one, for the right wingers, they they gave away a young guy for Voracek, so it doesn't really make sense. Uh, like, it's confusing to me. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, it was – I don't know. Like I said, like, I don't know how to feel, but, like, it's it's a risky play either or. Because if Cam Atkinson is good, mm-hmm. one team wins, the other team loses. But if Cam Atkinson comes out bad, the other team wins, well, the other team loses. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of just – I guess Columbus didn't want to take the chance of Cam Atkinson. They kind of want immediate play now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know if they're trying to go all in soon because it seems like they are. But well, I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to go all in, honestly. Because, but then why, it doesn't make sense to me why they get Jacob Porchak. He's like, I think he's 33. Yeah, exactly. but then also you trade away, which is the next trade, Seth Jones and a first round and a sixth rounder. For Adam Bockvist, a first and a second. If you're trying to go all in, wouldn't you keep Seth Jones? Seth Jones went to where? Chicago. 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 That's what I'm trying. That's that, that's what I'm saying. It kind of doesn't make sense. That's what I'm kind of confused. Another thing too, one of the worst signings I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh yeah, that was horrible. Eight uh, sorry sorry an eight year. Seventy-six million dollar contract. That's just under ten million a year for Seth yeah. jo- for Seth Jones. Because in my opinion, I hate long-term contracts. It makes me nervous. Because mm-hmm. even if the players like like Connor McDavid, you never know how he's gonna be like in three to four years. You never know how players gonna get. You don't know if he's gonna get injured, if he's gonna get seriously. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. That's why I always like signing at least maximum four, maybe five years, eight years. I feel like it's too much. And for 9.5 for Seth Jones, he, don't get me wrong, he's a really great player, but he's not worth 9.5 million a year, maybe like six. Yeah, but I would say six, man, seven. 9.5 is just overpayment. And you can tell that uh, Seth Jones only cares about cash, he doesn't really care about winning. You can just tell. Which, this is weird, because last episode, in the last episode of Season 2, we literally talked about how Chicago should just trade away their things and rebuild. And now they're they're acquiring Seth Jones and signing him to this huge deal. Yeah, like, that's... But I mean, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't really make sense to me, like... Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're a young core team. They have two old guys... I, they got rid of Duncan Keith, which was, a, which was a really great trade. And now, what the fuck are they doing? I don't know. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I guess, I, I don't know. I guess they, they're thinking, like, hey, we can't miss out on this opportunity. or. But 9.5 uh, mil. And don't give me, and he still has one extra contract. Like, he still has, so technically he's going to be nine years because he still has one year left on one of his contracts. Uh-huh. So Chicago kind of locked him in, like, hey, even if we're shit, you have to stay. But, like, yeah. I want to be complaining about the nine from time. Fucked with my head. Chicago, it's, I don't know what's happening, honestly. I, I can't, I, I... Yeah, because we, we just talk about, like, hey, man, they should go with the young core. Now it's like, mm-hmm. hey, man, old people, and we'll sign... $9.5 million for a guy who's not worth $9.5 million. Like, don't get me wrong, Seth Jones is probably one of the top defensemen in the league. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, top 
10, top 20, but he's not 9.5. No chance. Like, he, he's been, like, plus you can see how he is. Like, he complains. He's a he's a baby. Like, and he, you can tell he only cares about cash, which I mentioned. Like, he doesn't really care about playing. The actual team he's playing for. And... He just cares about money. He's like Mr. Krabs. Going on to another defenseman, a big defenseman trade, Vancouver. Idea. Vancouver just said, it's ours now, right? Vancouver got Alvaro ekman Larson and Connor Garland for Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, and Anthony fucking Roussel. I don't even know how to say his last name. See, this is what I kind of don't understand. Louis Erickson, he's not garbage, but he's obviously way overpaid, mm-hmm. right? And they're getting Oliver ekman Larson, Even though he hasn't been the best in the past couple of years, he has the potential to be a top defenseman. Well, uh, Larson is a great defenseman. The past two years, he's been trash. Yeah, past that's why he's, he's really good. Yeah, but besides I think those, has... these past two years, he's, he is a phenomenal I, that's why I think like Oliver Ekman Larson, he they should get somewhat something big in return, but nothing too big because you never it could be a risk taking him. But for them to accept Louis Erickson's heavy contract for the amount he produces is kind of stupid. Well, the whole deal is Erickson, Jay Beagle, Anthony Roussel, the ninth overall pick, which they already used in the draft, uh, a second round pick, and a seventh rounder. That's what they received. That's what, the first, second, and that's what seven. Arizona got. The ninth round, the ninth overall pick. They received the first round pick. Yeah, a first round pick, which is the ninth one. A second rounder and a seventh with Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, and, and what? What? What did Van- wait, so? Wait, what did Vancouver get? Louis Erickson and a bunch of junk. Vancouver. So Vancouver gave Erickson. Vancouver got Larson and Connor Garland. And the other Arizona, Arizona got Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, Anthony Roussel, the a first round pick, a second, and a seventh. You should see his face. Oh, okay, that's what I, okay. I was kind of confused. I was like, "What was the other way?" No, yeah, that's what they should have gave up. Though I think they should have minus Louis Erickson, maybe given another, maybe a decent player, but nothing like Louis Erickson. I think his contract's too heavy. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I think it's a pretty good trade. I think it's pretty fair on both ends. And, yeah. <laughs> Come. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for Vancouver, this is a big upgrade over what you what you have. A huge thing. I, I think Vancouver has a chance to make it far. Because uh-huh. they have a lot of young core players, like... Quinn Hughes, Brock Besser, Patterson, a bunch of other guys. Yeah. And they're all they're all young and they have the potential to be really amazing. And I really think that they're try- kind of like trying cuz how Oliver Ekman Larson's pretty young still. He's yeah, like he's 20, not that old. Yeah, I think he's like 28, 29. So I think they're kind of kind of building a little bit and I think in a couple like maybe 2-3 years, maybe less, they're going to be a much better team than people are expecting them to be. I have Florida 
acquiring Sam Reinhart from Buffalo. Uh, and what they gave away was a 2022 first rounder and the goaltender Devon Levi. Kind of like we were talking about Buffalo needs picks and prospects, which they're getting, mm-hmm. which is really good. But at the same time, Sam Reinhardt might be a bit of a risk. Like because... moving him away or for Florida to take him? For Florida taking them, him just because he's a good player, but... Is he going to be worse because he was on Buffalo? Like, did Buffalo kind of screw him? Or is he going to go on Florida become amazing? I mean, he is young. Uh, he is 25 years old. That's why That's why I kind of think he has put a high potential. And for Buffalo to take first-round pick is what, what we were suggesting all year for them to do. The entire – since season one, we've been saying Buffalo should take prospects and picks. And mm-hmm. as of now, they're taking prospects and picks and giving up Ryan Hart. Which, in my opinion, is good for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. It could be good for Florida, too, if Reinhardt is up to his potential. What I will say is that Reinhardt is, before COVID hit, just an absolute beast. Even when COVID hit, he still had a 50-point season in that shortened season. Mm-hmm. And he had 40 points this season, which was, you know, but you're playing with Buffalo. He is a, a above half points per like how, mm-hmm. how do I put this like he can get like a point every other game type of person yeah which and is, even more than that yeah which is why he has a potential to be good but at the same time I kind of have a feeling that like he's on Buffalo he has a chance of being trash yeah because he was kind of not the main person but but like he was Top three forward, maybe top six. Mm-hmm. So for them to do that, in my opinion, is pretty risky. But at the same time, if it works out, Florida will have a better chance of uh, getting to the Stanley Cup Finals than they did last year. Yeah, I mean, huh? Sorry. Florida gave the higher chance, Finals? Florida has a higher chance of making it past, like, the first round, like the higher chance of okay. the Stanley Cup Finals. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, let us move on to some signings that happened. Kale McCarr got a new deal, signing a six-year, fifty-four million dollar deal with the Avalanche. Definitely well deserved. But, but here is my one thing. In the back of my head, I feel like Colorado is going to fall apart. Mm. Here's why. Landeskog wants nine mil per year. Kill McCart. How old is he? 23? 24? Yeah, very young. Very young. Already getting nine million per year? 9.5 per year? Something right? like that. Yeah, Kill McCart is at the age of 22. And Nathan McKinnon, the best player out of all of them, is accepting a pay cut. And you can just tell Nathan McKenna is the only one who kind of cares. And Landeskog and Makar are kind of like, I don't know, but maybe they kind of, who knows? I don't, I wasn't there. Nobody was there. So nobody can really say anything. Who knows if Makar is giving them a tough time. Landeskog definitely is giving them a tough time. I don't know. I think they could have signed Makar. Even though he's worth that much, I think they could have signed him for a little bit less. 
Yeah, it's around nine million a because uh, Colorado is a really young core and they have potential to be Stanley Cup finals in in the Stanley Cup finals when po- possibly win it all. But if they're paying their guys this much, kind of like what the Leafs did, I feel like even the Leafs are good, but like I feel like eventually they're not gonna be able to have enough to pay other people, and they're gonna slowly fall apart, and then it's just not gonna work out in the end. Mm-hmm. You're just you're feeling the collapse in Colorado. Exactly, because money talks. Bullshit like, who does not want $9.5 million for six years? But at the same time, it's like, you can accept a little bit less of a cut for other players, so your team can possibly win a Stanley Cup, because I'm pretty sure winning a Stanley Cup for some people is more important than getting any amount of money. Because yeah. some people in their lifetime, they're lucky if they make the NHL. If they win the Stanley Cup, their life is complete. Their <laughs> hockey life is over. Like they'll be complete with life. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's how. Unless some people don't give a shit and just want to be good and want the money, some people want it to win it all. And to me, like Seth Jones, Landeskog, other players in counting, they don't give a shit. They just want cash. Well, I mean, if your team also just offers you that, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't really turn it down. That's what I'm saying. I, that's what I'm not saying Kale McCarr, because I have no idea what he was offered, and I have no say in that. But you can, Landis Long literally said himself, I want $9 million. McKinnon literally said, I can take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. Morgan Riley saying, I can take a pay cut because of Matthews and Marner and... To keep the core together, and we're possibly lo- yeah. losing Hyman because of that. He has no cap space because of the three idiots. One that you're probably very happy about: Taylor Hall, a four-year, twenty-four million dollar contract. That was a good signing. That is a really good sign. Very cheap. Very a lot less than I expected. I expected at least he signed last year for nine million for one year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he took three million less dollars. Wait, yeah, three million less dollars for because I guess he realized like for him as soon as I saw him go in Boston, you can tell he was happy. You can tell he wanted to be where he was. Even though he they got knocked down in the second round, he knew that this team has a lot of potential. Boston being, I think they have a chance to go all in with the guys that they have because they obviously we talked about this in the past. Marshawn and Bergeron don't have that much time left, so I feel mm-hmm. like it's Taylor Hall is going to make them go all in, and they also still have a young core to build off on, off of, so on and so forth. I think overall signing Taylor Hall six million, great sign, good job Boston. You guys can fuck us up, fuck us up even more in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I think Taylor Hall for six million a year. Is, is insane. I think it's definitely deserved, though, because of how poorly he did play when he was at Buffalo. So, yeah, but as soon as he got to Boston, he got he popped off. Yeah, but you also can't like not look I, at his as his time in in uh, yeah, Buffalo. I I definitely agree, but I think obviously we all know Taylor Hall. I think he. Deserves more, in my opinion. I definitely think he deserves a lot more money, mm-hmm. but yeah, at the same time, 
you're right. Like when it's a t- player plays bad, obviously they're gonna expect a pay cut. And I think Kevin Hall is okay with that because he's signed for four years. Four years is a long commitment. Yeah, he has a four year, not like a two year or something. That's four years. Mm-hmm. Four years. Four years. So he, you, it's tell, it's pretty obvious he wants to stay in Boston. Yeah, and I have a feeling, and just a gut feeling, that he's gonna be there for a little bit of time. Sorry, I have a gut feeling he's going to be there for quite some time. Oh no, I, I don't think he'll. I think he'll be here for maybe five days and then he'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> and the last signing I have written down mm-hmm. is the stars signing uh, Miro Heskinen. 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 Right? I'm, I'm getting it right. Eight year, sixty-seven point six million dollar contract. Six, oh, I like him here. Um, another good sign by Dallas. Yeah. Heskinen's a very easy defender, right? Heskinen. Yeah. Yes. I, I, what I've known in the past, he's a really good young defenseman. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I. Uh, how long is the contract? Eight years for a twenty-two-year-old. I think he that's will, a little bit. When when this contract expires, if he were to stay throughout the whole thing, he will be thirty years old. Yeah, that's. I hate long term contracts because. He he may be really good for two years, might shit the bed in three years. You know. Uh-huh. That's what I like. I hate long term contracts so much because it's it first especially high pay. If it's like, a low contract, but that will never happen ever. Uh-huh. But. I, I think it was good to sign him, but I think they should have signed him for four years. Because I yeah. think he's a good defenseman, but not... Who, who, like, I feel like that's a bit of a risk. It could be worth it. Like, don't get me wrong, but like I said, like I hate long-term contracts because you never know what could happen. Like, Jeff Skinner has a $9 million yeah. contract. He played one good season, and then he died. Of? Oh, that too. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's getting eight point four million a year. Oh, I think it's six point four. Eight point four is even worse. <laughs> no, it's eight point four. Sixty-seven oh, mil. Yeah, that's about. That's yeah, that's about a sign. <laughs> well, moving on from trades and signings, uh, before we get into the expansion draft, I don't know if you know the story about Logan Mayu. Shit, I, for, I was going to mention that, and I'm, I am I totally forgot about that, and I'm so pissed off about that. Yeah, so uh, for viewers who don't know, and Julian, um, I'm going to just tell the story quick time. Uh, there is a player named Logan Mayu, who is 18 years old. He's a prospect. Uh, he was playing in Sweden the past year. Uh, he had a consensual, he had a, a consensual encounter uh, with a girl over there. Uh, you know, consensual sex, and uh, <laughs> and he uh, took a photo of her and showed her and showed uh, like the photo that he took with all his teammates in the locker room and all of that, obviously without her consent. Yeah. Since and- so, so why is this even relevant, right? 
well, he he renounced himself from the the draft, right? He he brought it up and he was like, "I don't want to be in this draft. Uh, I don't I don't want anyone to select me. Uh, I don't demonstrate enough maturity, stuff like that." And honestly, like, oh, why is that important? Whatever, because the Montreal Canadiens picked him in the first round when he put out there that he wants to stay for one more year to be more mature. I like I understand that you can't like officially renounce yourself from the draft, but he literally told all the teams not to pick him. Like he literally said, "Do not pick me. I want to stay one more year and mature." And now he's going to the Stanley Cup finalists. What? I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. So I have the devil and the angel. Right. The devil. I'll talk about the devil. Montreal. Fucking idiots. You dr- This kid. You, it's obvious. When you're in a specific level of anything. If you're in anything that's professional. It's like. I can just imagine being in a business meeting. And you send nudes of a girl to the business meeting. It's kind of like the same shit. Mm, it's his job. Hockey is a business. If he gets drafted, potential of making money, it's a business. Everything's a business. It's literally, it's weird because, like, the, if, we're, if we're using the uh, the analogy that you said, which was like, oh, like, it's like if I'm at a business meeting and I show everyone this girl's nudes. It's, it's like I showed everyone this girl's nudes and then I got promoted. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's, I don't think, at the same time, the way I think of it, like, this is the angel of me. A lot of people make mistakes, even though this is a really, 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 really dumb mistake. Really dumb. And if I ever hear this guy's name, that's what I'm going to remember him as. Like, it doesn't matter if he's 30 in the NHL. First, a franchise player. He did what he did. It's never gonna be like I don't know how dumb you have to be to send nudes of a picture to a group chat. And when you're potentially a, f- he probably would have got drafted earlier mm-hmm. if he never did that. Who knows how? I, I don't like I said like I don't really know my knowledge on prospects that well, except for like the top few. Like Owen Power, Hughes, those guys, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Brenner's, whatever his last name is. Like, I, I like the top people, but anything that's like a bit lower, I don't have that much high knowledge of. Like, this guy, and I checked his stats. He's a really good player. Like, he has over many points per game, many points in the league that he played. And he does something stupid like that. It's like, what the, like, uh, like, what do you, like, you know, like, that doesn't never, like, that's something that never really makes sense to me. Like, you're the potential to be doing your dream. Like, even with other people, like, you're, you're a celebrity and you do some, like, like, David Dobrik fucking doing that stupid shit. Like, you have the potential mm-hmm. to, like, it, it never really, like, I never really understood it. Like, you have the potential to be great and you fuck it up because you want to be dumb. 
because you want to do something stupid, and people expect to forget about it. I'm just and people are, and people are gonna forget about it because that's how people are. Like, sorry, I cut you off, but a lot no, of people it's fine. are. A lot of people are gonna like forget about it because that's how people are. But I, I people definitely deserve second chances. But at the same time, I yeah, oh, sweet. people definitely deserve second chances. Like, I believe I. I don't know how other people think. I believe in second chances. But at the same time, I don't believe in second chances with people who are in that position to be a first, who are first, he, which who probably, he probably could have got drafted way earlier in the draft, but he was kind of like, hmm, woman. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I never really understood the concept of that. Like, you're, like, even, like, like, like I said, people who are famous, they're famous and they do something stupid and now they're nothing just because. They want to be dumb. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Yeah. It, it, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, I feel like, hey, maybe he does deserve a second chance. You know what? He was young. He was, like, 17, 16 years old. A lot of people do that, even though they shouldn't. And those kids should freaking be taught a lot better. People who send nudes to the group chats and people who do that, do that, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, we know. It's very stupid. See, what's... what's Like, obviously, people deserve second chances and all of that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's the angel and the devil in me. But here's but here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? He was he told everyone, "Don't draft me. I'm gonna work on myself. Make sure I'm mature." Right. So he was kind of giving himself that second chance, being like, "I'm gonna make sure that I'm better before I enter this league." And yet Montreal still took him. Well. Here's the way this is I think this is kind of Montreal's like brain. Cause like I said, even those kids a dumb dimidome, home the dimzo dimidome, he's still mm-hmm. a great player. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Montreal got a good player. That's but... what I'm also like he's he's an idiot, but at the same time, Montreal got a good idiot. I mean, a bad time, idiot and a good here's, idiot. Here's what I also think of. A lot of players who's done similar things weren't even allowed to get drafted. Like, like people, teams did not want to draft them because they mm-hmm. knew that was dumb. They just knew. That's why I kind of, it doesn't, it, it doesn't really make sense because when you're in that high, like, that's the show. Like, there's nothing higher than the show. And when you're in that high of a league, and some players who did that or did something similar don't even get or not even allowed to get drafted. This guy, it just, it just I don't understand. Like it never made sense to me really. Like I, I don't think he deserves to get drafted. At the same time, I feel like he deserves. I, you know what I mean? Like it's the devil and the angel. Like it's I don't know what he should do. Like I don't know what he deserves. I'm not Gary Bettman, so I don't know. But listen, like, I. See the, the the devil and the angel thing is still for me it's like okay yeah maybe he should be drafted because he's a really good player but the devil's like but the angel's like but no he does something bad so don't draft him oh yeah I said the opposite <laughs> but, but 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 he literally said to not draft him yeah he but, literally, but the thing that's is what he... I'm saying like I understand that you that like you're a good player and you can still get drafted, but you literally told everyone, do not draft me. I want to work me. But here's what I think of too. 
Right. Like, even though that guy did that, who wants to give up on a good player? Even though he said, don't draft me. Even though Montreal should have disrespected the fact that he didn't want to get drafted, at the same time, hockey's a business. Sports are a business. Everything's a business. Sometimes you don't have to give a fuck what people say. Sometimes you have to ignore the fact that they say it. If you want a player, because you know he wants, he's going to play eventually, even just take him so you lock him in. So next year you can take another first-round pick, another good player, right? Be like, okay, you can tell him, like, hey, you can still, play, you can still take a year off, play in Sweden, do whatever the hell you want. But we own you. You, you. That's it. Like, you're drafted with us, but when you're ready, come to us and tell us you're ready, and then we'll give you a contract. I think that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Because, or unless the guy changes his mind, but I think that's how it's going to be. Because, like, like I said, even though he's a, he's a fucking dick fuck, who wants, to give up, up, who wants to give up that good of a player? That's nah. kind of like my, even though he should, I don't think he deserves it. At the same time, it's like it's like I said, it's a business. Nothing you can do. Just wait until debut season. He scores against the Leafs, and then I will. I will die. <laughs> I will cause. I will actually. <sighs> With all of this being said, let us move on to Jacob's weekend picks, where there's no picks. So, Jacob, would you like to guess who's gonna win this game? Can I just? Just estimate the, the 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 score for my game on Monday. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's so think, specify think, what sport, what position you play, and what you think the score is going to be. I play ball hockey, and I play defenseman with Ethan Hemming. I think that we're going to lose. He's 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 an all around player. I think we're going to lose. Actually, no. I think I think we will win if our team is not ding dong dimadom. We'll win three. To one. Very low scoring game. Very confident. Yes. Yes. With all of this being said, let us talk about the expansion draft that happened and for the Seattle Kraken. And it's I can't I'm even so I, I was about to say, I have I literally have written down right here. A little disappointing to be honest. I think Jacob agrees. I literally have it written right here. It was honestly okay. Before we talk about like the, the players who were picked, why were the players like like the released players released a day before the draft? Like the, mm-hmm. the Seattle Kraken's picks. Why were they released a day early? So not many. Only, not eight hours early. I saw the picks twenty four hours early, and I'm like, well, now there's no point of watching it. I'm like, it was insane. Fucking... I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, that's so dumb. I'm like, what's the point? Like, that's something, like, you're literally just, that's one thing I'm, like, that's one thing I don't understand about the NHL is sometimes they just ruin shit. Like that. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I wanted to watch the expansion draft. I was really excited about it. I'm like, are they going to pick Tarasenko? Are they going to play Colby? Are they going to pick one of these good players? And I was like, all right, here's the list of everyone who's got picked. I'm like, wow. That's pretty that's a bummer now i don't even want to watch it like i was pissed off yeah i would be as well um like it, it's like ruining a movie it's like spider-man dies in this in this movie right it's like what the f- like are you kidding me like what the mm-hmm. fuck's the point of watching it now anyways that's that's just kind of like fuck you nhl stupid heads now like how does that get released anyways the draft. now the-, the top three 
names, the biggest names, I would J- Julian probably knows like two of these guys, maybe three. The top three is Yanni Gord. Oh yeah. Adam Larson. Uh huh. Mark Giordano. Yep. I think that's safe to say those are the big three. With that no. being said, Gord is one of the top three players when there was Terence Sanko. This is okay. It's, Yanni Gord's good. He's not he a first good. line. Maybe a, maybe a second line center. For More Seattle, he's probably first. Yeah. But you, for a regular team, most likely a second, possibly a third. Mm-hmm. Why? And, and Mark Giordano, I, I don't know how I really feel about that. Because at the same time, like, he's a veteran. But he has, like, two years left in him, maybe three. He's old. He's, 30, he's 38 years old. Like, so here's here's what I'm thinking, right? You went through this whole expansion draft choosing young, inexperienced, cockball players, and then all of a sudden you decide I'm gonna take Mark Giordano. What? See, with the thing with Edmonton, Adam Larson was their best defender. <laughs> Like yeah, he was. And, there's, there's no doubt yeah. about it. And I kind of don't understand why they didn't protect him. You're letting your assist, your assistant, um, yeah. captain. They, they, I don't know who they. Yeah, I don't know who they protected. Like I have, like I know they obviously protected Connor McDavid, Dry Settle, stuff like that. But Adam Larson's literally, yeah, one of their top defensemen. They're like. Which, great job for Seattle, but at the same time... Anyway, that's besides the point. Seattle's defense, though, is actually going to be very good. For, like, two, three years. Their defense... Their offense... Here's my problem with their goaltending. Getting that goalie from Florida was really good. Because that goalie has the potential to be amazing. But, Mm -hmm. here's my problem. I don't know why they didn't get a veteran goaltender. Like, Colby... Maybe not price because I I kind of understand why I didn't take it is because he was he before that apparently he was injured he could have been out for the whole season mm-hmm. uh, yeah like, like possibly like any like there's so many possible really like I think they should have put Colby in my opinion but they didn't I'm and- just a little confused a little bit because they have a lot of cap space which is understood but with all that cap space you think at least take like one guy. Yeah, like one, one guy like, who's and like, like Hopi has like paid more. Yeah, and Hopi only has a one year contract. Mm-hmm. Like, right? So, like, even if he's not good, you can just you can Shoot let him, him out. Yeah, or do it like whatever. Like, that's why I think Hopi would be the best option. But they'd even take Hopi, and I'm kind of surprised per se. They also didn't take Tarasenko. They didn't. There's so many better players that could have possibly been picked. And they didn't take it. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know what they're... They have so much cap space now, but... With what players to work with, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because... Sure, they'll get first-round picks. And and I'm sure that if they were to take Carey Price, even if they didn't want him, Carey Price right now is has probably a lot of value. 
Yeah. You could trade him even, for Exactly. Something. Even if it would have took, like, Tarasenko traded him get picks out of it. Because I guess Seattle, what their plan is, is do the – like, do you know how Vegas just kind of went all in? Vegas the, Vegas went all in on defense yeah. and then just kind of hoped that they, their attack was good. No, they, they went – yeah, they, they went all in on defense, but they got very, very lucky on offense. Like, they picked a couple guys and didn't yes. expect them to be this good, and they did. I feel, I like, I feel like that's what Seattle's trying to do the same yeah. thing. I think what Seattle's trying to do is take young guys, see who's going to be good, take those good guys, get rid of the guys who are not good, and just build off of a young core. Because mm-hmm. I don't really know what their plan is, and I'm honestly kind of bummed because I think that's very stupid. Because they had potential. Even if they took – I don't know like 29 years old. Even if they would have got him, traded away, and got picks or got – Shitting and farting out of him. Didn't even try that. Like I don't know what their I don't know what their plan is. Like yeah, even try shitting and farting. Yeah, because they have like, even like some picks that they made didn't even make sense to me. Because I'm like, these guys are good, but they're not like insane. Mm-hmm. Like I think they should have at least like rather went off just all of young core or just take up a, a couple of. Because they had so many options, like so many good player options, but they didn't take any. Yeah, the only one literally the like... only two that I think of is Adam Larson and Yanni Gord. Mark Giordano's old. So... Yeah, and Mar- like I said, Mark Giordano's not gonna have a high contract. The only high contract possibly, even then, it's not gonna be too much. Is Adam Larson, and he's That's an it. amazing defender. Exactly, and he's worth the price. Get mm-hmm. it? Price, carry price. Nice, funny. That's why I kind of think. I think overall they should have done more, but at the same time, I'm not Seattle. I don't know what the what they're planning to do, but like I think they should have at least took Tarasenko and like other better players. But I guess they're going off young core. It's it's uh, I don't even know how to. And just very very shortly because we don't have much time. Uh, we're going to talk about the NHL draft that happened. Nothing too crazy, just Owen Power, you know, doing his thing, going to... Owen Power drafted first overall Buffalo. by the Buffalo fuckfaces. Yeah, poor guy. I feel bad for his career. His career's already over. But it also... Was, <laughs> it was over when it started. <laughs> now, the Flames picked up... Eight separate players in the 2021 NHL draft. Who? The Flames. The Kyrie Flames. In the first round? No, not in the first round. Just in general. So they picked up eight picks. Eight picks. That's a lot of picks. Yeah. And the Capitals picked up four defensemen in the NHL draft. They had six picks, and they picked up four defensemen. And so many players the Leafs picked up three. <laughs> a yeah. goalie, a, a, a left winger, and some other guy. Yeah. That is the end of episode one of season three. Obviously, this episode wasn't too, too different from the other ones. But trust me, in episodes to come... There will be a lot more arguments, a lot more uh, talk about baseball, all right, a lot more of that. So uh, definitely stay ready 
before the future talk, episodes of we, this we're, season. We we're gonna talk about who is the coolest. <laughs> That's gonna be the biggest argument of them all. That is, and <laughs> whoever wins is learning about. If you uh, enjoyed the Six Nine Podcast episode, make sure, wait, make wait, sure wait, to follow. Wait, 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 wait. Oh god! Oh god! Oh, right. <laughs> if these, this episode of the Six Nine Podcast, make sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter. They were set at the beginning of the episode, and make sure you follow us on Spotify. Download our episodes. Share it to your friends. Uh, you know, do whatever you want. It's, it's your life our podcast it's oh wait I can't do that of course you will get kicked out but it's be. your life it's, it's never or life. now <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and we, we cannot see... get banned by Bon Jovi yeah because we reversed the lyrics and we will see you all next episode Scooby Dooby Doo ah.